1026. So I want to talk about failures and struggles. In order for you to succeed in this lifetime, you have to fail. You can fail as many times as you can before you get up that corporate ladder or wherever it is you're trying to reach. Then everyone seems to think, well, if you fail too many times and you're struggling, that's that's called failure. No. Look at look at how my father, when he came into this country, I'll give you a perfect example. Again, it was difficult for him to achieve any type of success. He had to have two jobs for us, for his family to have a better life than what he had growing up. If you put yourself into your, into your parents, if they lived in a time where they had to grow up very quickly, they had to support their family, they didn't have time for even a childhood. Can you imagine that? Your childhood was robbed because you had to become an instant adult. Now think about it in those terms. So you say to yourself, would I, have, would I have tried to survive in those times? I would have had to. But my father made it so that when he came here and he had those two jobs, he wasn't only doing it for himself. He was doing it to keep us afloat. In other words, I thank him for all the hard work. Did I resent him because I never got a chance to see him? Most of the times I didn't get a chance to see him. By the time I got to see him, it was pretty late. I was already asleep. I was a little girl when he was doing all these two jobs. I wasn't allowed to stay up past a certain time. But the quality time that we did spend after he quit that second job made the difference. Again, he was a hard worker. See, you have to struggle many, many times and fail many times and make mistakes. That's part of being a human being. If someone comes out to you and says, no, you're not allowed to make a mistake. Whoever told you that, don't listen to them. Because apparently they're the ones that have never made a mistake, had things done for them, climbed that ladder, but cheated their way. Those are the people that I'm telling that are born of privilege and wealth. And not everybody in this world is like that. If you look around, like where I'm living right now, it's divided. But I don't, I don't put people in classes. I don't do that. I think that when you start labeling, he's middle class, he's poor, he's red. No, we're people. We're people. Our social status and financial status might be different, but we're still people. We're human beings with feelings. You've got to think about this in terms of it's going to take a long time to physically get up that ladder, but it's not going to be impossible. Not everybody can get it at a different level. Not everybody is going to be, um, quote, the first time you fail, the first time you make a mistake, the next day you're going to be up that ladder. No. I've seen how people always assume that if you fail too many times, you're a failure. No, you're not. You know what the, what, what the, what the hardest part is, and I've noticed this in every job I've ever had. If you make, now I've noticed this the very first job I had, which that's why the class of people that I was with, terrible. You make one mistake. You could do well for the period of time that you're there at a job, but you make one mistake. They harp on that mistake for weeks on end. It's like, oh, come on already. I'm not allowed to make a mistake. You know, I'm not perfect. There's no such thing as perfection. I don't know why people don't see that. Perfection doesn't exist. Now, if it existed, it's not in this part of the world, but if it existed, nobody would ever make a mistake. Nobody would ever feel, everybody would be so like into themselves. And if you think about it, 
I don't like that. That bothers me. I don't like when people are so full of themselves. They will give you the wrong advice. They will tell you what they think you should be doing. They should tell you what you should be feeling. They should tell you, oh, you know, you're not allowed to make a mistake. You're not allowed to struggle. You're not allowed to do this. You're not allowed to that. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Don't give me wrong advice. I'm learning from the best. Both of my parents, both of my parents were the best teachers that I had. Again, I did not learn anything in school that I could apply to real life. If you think of all the subjects that were taught back in the day, let's, for example, history. What did you learn in history that you could apply to in the real world? All they talk about is what happened 100 years before. Now, we weren't born, so we don't know if it actually did happen. It might have been fabricated. All the civil wars and all the stuff that was going on, you know, in the times with the pilgrims and the Indians. How do you know that even happened? We don't know. You're assuming that it happened, but you don't know. But are you applying what you learned in history when you were younger to the real world? No. But people do struggle, and they're struggling continuously every single day. They're, they're trying to make, they're trying to, to, to support their families, which if you think about it, in some parts of the world, that's hard. With the type of job that you have, if you have a family of four, and the eldest, the head of the household has a job that doesn't really pay well, but it's a job. He needs it because he has to put food on the table and he has to give the kids a good quality education and, and he has to take care of the house. I mean, you do what you must. You sacrifice what you must. You can take two jobs, but by the time you get up to that, the top part of that ladder, it will take a long time. You are not going to achieve it overnight, but you are going to make many, many mistakes. You're going to struggle along the way those are strengths. They're strengths. I look at my father again. I, he was the perfect role model for me. I learned a lot about, I learned a lot, a, a lot from him. I learned so much from him. What he taught me to always help others, to have compassion, to give back. Cause you never know when you might need it. Like right now I'm struggling. I'll admit it to you. But I'm trying to stay positive because for me to be negative, it won't work. In this world we're living in is still negative. There is not even a sign of hope yet. I think that's around the corner. And slowly we're gonna get back to normal. But there are people that are making it worse for everybody else. I am not gonna do this. I don't wanna go back to normal. I wanna stay where I'm at. Then how are you expected to move forward if you're gonna have that mentality? Don't make it hard for everybody else. Go out there. Do what you must. Be the best version, a better version of yourself. A better version of yourself. I'm not saying be the best because when you say be the best, it's like saying, well, I'm going to be perfect. No. I don't like people that are perfect. You know why I don't like people? They're phony, number one. They talk out of the side of their mouth. They'll tell you things that I don't know if you'd want to believe them or not. They could be telling you some far-fetched stories and say, oh, yeah, this is how I made it to the top. And yeah, okay, I don't really want to hear it because, again, you didn't struggle. You didn't struggle and you didn't make mistakes. True human being makes mistakes and struggles. And there's no shame in that. If you're telling me, well, I got to this and I didn't have to struggle and make mistakes because you got help along the way. If you're born into wealth, you cheated your way through life. You never had anybody do anything. You never did anything for yourself. You always had people doing things for you. And and I think that's wrong. How else are you going to live life if you've never done anything for yourself? You've had it handed down to you. 
That to me is not the real wealth. The real wealth is for you to really struggle. You can have one, two, three jobs to support your family, to give them a better life, but you did it with that hard work and determination. You know, hard work pays off. You get your rewards at the end. And I've seen people, now I've been at a company where I think I've worked so hard, I've come in early, I've stayed late, I've done my, my fair share, but I never got any kind of thank you or praise. I never got appreciated. And I thought to myself, why should I work for someone else when I can just do it myself? But in order for me to do that, and I'm gonna be realistic with you, it's called money. Everything in this world has a price tag attached to it. And I think it's a shame where, in this day and age when there are families that are struggling to put food on the table and to give their children a better quality of life, it's kind of hard to do that when you've got money thrown at you in all different directions. What's up with that? You know, I feel for families that are struggling. I cannot, if I'm doing good, let's say, and I'm walking past a family and I see children in the mix, that bothers me. Children should not have to live like that. Their quality of life is completely done a 180 because now their family is struggling. They're living outside in a cardboard box. They don't have shelter. They don't have, they haven't eaten. They have no food. They don't have warm clothes. And you say to yourself, and I've seen people walk by or walk over them like, Adam, what's the matter with you people? Don't you care what happens? And you think to yourself, you don't care. You claim you care. Oh, I'll give them a few dollars. They're not going to survive on $2. Let's be realistic. What are they going to get, a cup of coffee? So their children are going to starve to death. Do you know what it's like when you're sitting in a restaurant and you're nice and cozy, you're eating your little breakfast or whatever, and you see a family sitting out there struggling with a big sign, my kids haven't eaten in over a week. I have no food. I have no clothes. I mean, you feel like, oh, my God. And I'm sitting here having this nice brunch inside a warm place, and they're out there struggling. I can't. It bothers me. So I go out there generously. Whatever I have on me, I'm going to give it to you. You may say, no, no, no. I'm going to say yes, because I'm looking at your kids. Your kids haven't eaten, and that's not good. How are they going to grow? How are they going to grow to be good citizens? So you'd say to yourself, I'm going to do this for you. I'm going to put you up in a hotel for a couple of nights. You're going to get some food, some warm clothes. You don't need to be out here. With the way people are around here, they don't care. I've seen it in New York where people walk over homeless people like they're animals. You don't see them in front of you. You just step over them. Well, how do you know they're homeless? How do you know they're not? You can't judge someone based off of their appearance. And you can't tell me that, oh, how do I know they're homeless? What, are you going to ask them 20 questions before you give them some help? Seriously? Did you ever stop and think everybody has a story to tell? Everyone has a story to tell. Now, and even Elon Musk said this, when you go on Instagram, you think people are so happy. The people that have made it, that are up at the top, do you really think that they're happy? But let's be honest here. You could have all this wealth, all these material things, but you say to yourself, does that really make you happy? You know what makes me happy? Being around people. I could not care less about material things. This world now, with everything with the holidays coming up, I'm not even thinking of that. Why? Because right now, what I'm thinking of is surviving. I really couldn't care less when I get my first paycheck. It goes right to the bills. Whatever's left over, it will be donated. I'll just gladly give it away. Will I miss it? No. The stuff that I have upstairs, I'm debating whether or not 
to either physically bring it into a continent and just hand out, here, I'll give you this, I'll give you that. Will I feel guilty? No, because it doesn't have any value to me. It doesn't mean anything to me. But for someone else, that's like the greatest prize. You see somebody's face light up when you give them something, especially children. Children nowadays have very little because their parents can't afford to get the things that they need. And I really feel for that. I don't like seeing children with that sad look on their face. I mean, it's terrible. Can you honestly tell me that you could walk away? You see a child looking through a window wanting something. Parents can't afford it, right? So you do the most obvious thing. When they're not looking, you go in, you get the stuff, you bring it, you bring something for the parents, you bring something for the child. If they say, no, no, you don't have to do that. I'm doing it out of my heart. I do not like to see children crying. I don't like to see parents struggling. You don't have to pay me back. This is coming from my heart, okay? I don't expect anything in return. Now, if they say, oh, well, let me cook you a feast, or yeah, sure, I'll, I'll have some of your cooking, or some of food or whatever, but I, I don't want any compensation. See, for me, money is just not the answer for me. Yes, I have very little as of this moment. And yes, I'm getting help from my family, but I don't want to do that anymore. I don't want to beg. Why should I beg? At my age, I should be able to go out there and be able to support. See, right now, things are tough, okay? I get it all along the way, but it's not impossible. If, and I always say, if you, if you believe, a miracle can happen. Do you believe in God? Talk to God. Talk to him every single day, pray to him. My mother, Here's another perfect example, my late mother. When she was alive, she helped me out at my most difficult time. You know what I've noticed now? Now, don't call me crazy. She's been coming in the form of a light, but she's also coming in the form of a dove. She was out here looking at the garden going, oh my God, the garden is a mess. I'm sure she's gonna yell at me for not keeping that garden, you know. But I just don't have any interest in it. You know, when you don't have a green thumb, and I say to myself, I'm staying here temporarily till I can get the resources I need because I really want to work for an organization. If someone would give me that opportunity, I will gladly do it. I will gladly move there in a heartbeat. But I need the resources. And right now, it's just very difficult. I mean, over here in this part of the world, it's very lonely. But I know if I go abroad, I can make new connections, new establishments. I can, you know, make myself known out there. And people will know, yeah, I know her. Have you ever seen my LinkedIn video? I've actually done a LinkedIn video where I did tell my story about how I survived breast cancer. I survived breast cancer and then I want to help others who are going through any type of cancer. But I also, towards the end, showed my battle scar. Was I ashamed? No. I've had this battle scar for so many years that it's becoming like if they would have, if they took it away from me, I think I would miss it, to be honest with you. I know my feelings are a little bizarre in that sense, I know. But you know what? It, it really makes a difference when you want to help others. And you think to yourself, yeah, I could do that. I could be the spokesmodel. You know, put me on a magazine. I will gladly show this off. There'll be a story behind it. Get me on an interview. I will gladly talk about whatever you want me to talk about. But there are some things that are off limits. Um, I could show you real emotion. I'm trying to set up a YouTube channel, which is kind of hard to do. But if you really believe in yourself, 
you love yourself, truly, truly love yourself, if you believe in yourself, if you do what you have to do, to not give up. Because the more times that you give up, the more times you're giving up on life. When you give up on life, what's it going to do for you? Then all those times I think, and I'm still struggling. When my mother passed away, it was hard for me. I'll admit it to you. I stopped living for a while. I couldn't get past her death. I still can't get past her death. I still can't get past her death. It's been five years. And I miss her like crazy. And all the times that she was helping me, it was just... I miss her. I can't explain to you, but I really, truly miss her. I wish that I could get her back. I want her back so much. And I love her too. And I know she's looking down from up above, seeing the pain and the hurt. And hopefully that will change before the end of the year, hopefully. Because I told her that I have somebody that I truly, truly love. Truly love. You know, nowadays people think that love is impossible. It's not. Love is the greatest thing in the world. If someone said to you, do you believe in true love? Yes, I do. In the beginning, I never did. You know why? Because the free relationships I was in, all these guys hurt me. Mentally, physically, they tore me in so many different directions that I just didn't know what to think anymore. I thought, will I ever find any type of love? Will I ever find any happiness? You know, true love. Someone who loves you unconditionally, misses you, thinks about you, puts a smile on your face, makes you feel so wonderful that when people look at you, like, oh my God, why is she so happy? Why is he so happy? Here, let me show you why. And that's why I said love for me is very important. And I really don't want to. I want to be able to tell people and show people that I have somebody that I really care about, that somebody cares about me. I don't want to get hurt again. I've, all, I've actually opened up my heart. And my mother said it's okay to open up your heart. It's okay to show your love to someone else. You're not disrespecting me if you do that. I always think that because my parents are so close to me in my heart, that there's not enough room. He says, yes, there is room for you to love. There's room for you to bring someone else into your life. Just open yourself up to it. Don't shy away from it. You've been hurt three times. Well, the fourth time, this is the guy. If you tell me, if you're telling me all these things, he's good to you, he prays for you, he does all that stuff for you, he loves you, he's a keeper. He's a keeper. Open yourself up to your to love. You know, some people have a closed off heart and you think, will I ever get that? Will I ever get that type of happiness in my lifetime? Yes. Everybody deserves love. Everybody deserves happiness. Do you believe in that happily ever after? Well, when I was a little girl, I did. I always believed. And and now I'm, 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 I'm starting to think, yes, there is a possibility. For everyone, there's somebody. Everybody used to drill that into my head. Even at the worst times in my life when I was dealing with so much, I came through, I survived the worst. I became a survivor of life. Not just for cancer, a survivor of life. And you say, well, what does that mean? What do you think it means? It means... I survived everything that was thrown at me, every obstacle, every situation, whatever I got into, any type of danger. And I felt like I was in a made-for-TV movie. And in all reality, when this happens down the line, that's what I want, to be made into an actual made-for-TV movie where, hey, look how she survived being assaulted, she survived cancer, she survived being abused, she survived suicide, she survived depression, and everything else in between. And again, I'm immune to death. Why? Because many people I lost died. So you become used to it. 
but you never forget the people that once were there for you, that shaped you, that, that you became the person they created. You think your parents are the greatest gift that they gave you was life. And again, well, my mother said I was an accident. Well, my mother said I was a blessing. My middle sister said, no, you were an accident. No, don't listen to her. You were, you were, or am, or still are, <laughs> you are a blessing. You were a blessing to me and your father. Don't ever think that you were not loved. If we didn't love you, we would have given you up. See, I always believed that my mother and father didn't have enough uh, money to support me as well. You know, because you think you have two little girls and you're going to add a third child to the mix and that's going to be a lot of money. But they love me just the same and I thank God that they didn't give me away. Because if they had given me away, my life would have turned out completely different. I don't know who, who would have raised me and how I would have been raised. But I'm so grateful that they kept me. <laughs> You know, I mean, to think about it back then, it's like, wow, you know, um, again, back then, you know, parents didn't think about, hey, we're going to plan to have a child. See, that's another thing. Why do you need to plan? Let it come naturally. Let it be a surprise, you know. Nowadays, everybody has to plan everything. Why? Because if you don't plan, you're going to miss the deadline. I don't get that. Let it come naturally. You know, life is a struggle, again, yes, but the only way it's a struggle is if you make it into a struggle. If you put that onto yourself, if you say, I gotta put myself on a time schedule, I have to have a, be married at this age, I have to have a child by this age, you're like, what? Let it come naturally. Now for me, I want a child. Why? I want a little me or a little him running around. And I kept telling him, as a matter of fact, I do wanna tell him about the other dream that I had. So anyway, I love you. I love all of you. You're all important to me, every one of you, all of you. Love is needed for everyone, whether you know the person or you don't. So I'm going to say God bless all of you. Have a happy Friday. Be positive. Stay strong. Have a great weekend. Take care.